0: Hello, you're listening to Yarns from the Plain, a podcast for knitters, crocheters and anyone who loves to play with yarn. Hello and welcome to episode 93 of Yarns from the Plain, Advent. How are you? I hope you're well. It's very bizarre with my scheduling. I've only just put up the episode that um, I recorded nearly three weeks ago now. Um, It's taken me a while to get round to getting photos. Christmas is normally manic anyway at work, but it's getting particularly busy this year. But it's, um, you know, it's the 30th of November today. It's um, Advent, the first Sunday in Advent We are sort of hurtling towards Christmas at a rate of knots. So I thought it was nothing better for it than to actually dust off the Christmas music and share with you the madness of me deciding on the 29th of November that I am going to actually start doing some Christmas presents. I know, I must be mad. I think I did this, um, was it three or four years ago? Three years ago maybe. Um, a little run of suitable short um, knits for last minute gifts. And I thought I would have a little look at that again this year, but come at it maybe from a slightly different angle. Um, I do have a disclaimer, I have to say, that although I only started a gift yesterday, I actually discussed it the week before. So, it, you know, but it took me, I, I just needed to sort of get some things prepared for it. But I'll, I'll talk about that in my Christmas gift guide. That's it. Let's call it that let's have a think then so what's on and off the needles well, very little when I recorded last it was just before the end of Whip Crack Away that finished on Saturday the 15th of November and I finished my crochet cardigan on Saturday the 15th of November nothing like cutting it fine I had these grand plans I was going to get loads of uh, works in progress finished in the two months No, no, I pretty much worked on that all the time with a little bit of spinning and also casting on the woolly worm head mystery hat. Uh, and other than that, it was pretty much working on the, the crochet, but a lot of things have eaten into time um, that I might have otherwise spent crafting. So it, you know, I'm pleased that I got it done. What I am more pleased about is that we actually had, in my finished object thread, we actually had 80 seven finished objects, including my own. Now how amazing is that? I was really, really impressed. Some people like me have only finished one project. That's okay. That was that was what I was aiming for. Could I get this crochet cardigan off the hooks? But others have um finished three, four, five. I'm really, really impressed with you all. And there's some beautiful projects. Some lovely lace work, great socks And some fun things too. So I'm really, really impressed with that. I'm pleased that I've got my crochet done. Um, It's now blocked. It's been photographed. And I just need to, you know, get around to wearing it now. (laughs) I just haven't yet. The other thing that I've been working on at the moment is my Woolly Wormhead mystery hat. I am part of the way through Clue 2. The hat has now been released um so the pattern is called um Sephora and it has a turned brim which I really like. Um so it's got stocking stitch inside and out, uh, which means if you wanted to do a contrast colour brim you could. And then it's got mock cables against a reverse stocking stitch background. So it's really nice and I've uh I'm working on it on a in a scarlet yarn that I dyed um in an organic organically farmed british merino falkland merino i'll get them in the end uh, cuz you know i think the falklands are british sorry i'm a bit worried though i think my gauge might have lied um and i'm a bit worried it might be a bit on the small side it's hard to tell at the minute because i'm working on a 40 cm needle so if i try and stretch the bottom out to get an idea of the size um the stitches pop off the end so i think I'm, i think i might be in denial that that there's a problem. But I have a horrible feeling that there is a problem. But if I stick my fingers in my ears and go, la, 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 it's going to go away, right? Yeah? Good. I'm glad you agree with me. (laughs) I'm just... I I don't want to face the fact that I'm probably going to have to pull this out. Because actually, it's quite hard on my hands. I'm finding it quite hard on my hands to work on these. It's a metal DPN needle and it's not terribly pointy um, and it's quite slippy and I am finding it's making my hands ache so I shall be I I may cry if I end up having to rip it out you know I could just give it to someone else but I dyed this yarn specifically because I wanted this (laughs) colour it's really greedy of me isn't it really greedy of me I should be more generous but yeah maybe, maybe I will be more generous maybe I won't I don't know I'll have to leave it I think for the bit but never mind so uh, that's one finished object and one object worked on um, since I spoke to you last so that really brings us on to finding out the winners of Whip Crack Away will be home tonight by the light of the silvery moon and my heart's a thumping like a mantle in a when I get home- to stay. So away, crack away, whip crack away. Whip crack away, whip, whip crack away, whip crack, away, whip crack, away whip crack away. So, as I said earlier, we had eighty seven different finished items in the thread. The last time I'd looked, I'd actually done a search on the whipcragaway tag that people had been using, but I don't think that everybody had tagged their project with that. So I, because I was really quite startled um, by how many finished projects there were um, in the finished item thread. But I was absolutely delighted um, with how many were there. And so what I've done is I've gone stash diving and I've found five skeins that I'm offering up for you to choose from. So we have, first of all, first up, we have a Green Eyed Monsters alpaca sock. Now, Green Eyed Monsters doesn't die anymore. It's actually Kate Heppel, who edits Knit Now magazine, if I remember rightly, bought this at Coventry in 2009. Breaking in to say, I actually bought Roving from Green Monsters at Coventry. I think I bought this when she was getting rid of all of her dyed stock when she was winding up. It's lovely. It's 100% baby alpaca, 400 metres, 100 grams, um, and it's called the Green Green Grass, but it's a very sort of pale green, so that's really rather gorgeous. So that's up for offer. Uh, Then I have a skein of posh yarn, uh, Lucia, um, in the colourway Skip, which is red. So that's 365 yards for 100 grams. Now I can't remember off the top of my head what the composition of Lucia is, but I suspect it's got some merino in it, Um, but I'll double check that. Then I've got um, Easy Knits Bamboo Mix, that's 80% bamboo, 20% merino. It's in a colourway called Luau. It's 437 yards for 100 grams and this colourway has got um, some greys and some oranges and some yellows and some creams. It's really nice actually, Um, really, really nice colour. So I think, I don't know why I've not knit with it actually Um, because it's just, it's just really, really appealing but it's sat in the box and you know when you just think, I really need to liberate these now. The next one that I've picked up is um, a Hazel Knits Artisan Sock. Now, I fell in—I remember falling in love with this. I fell for this really, really hard uh, in 2008 in i in London. It's called Chuckanut Drive, and it's got reds and oranges and um, some yellows and green in it. And I fell really, really hard for it. I love it. It's 80, uh, 90% superwash merino and 10% nylon but it's been in my stash for six years and I've not made anything with it. So it was time it was set free to be loved by someone else. The fifth and final skein is one that I very nearly put back in the box just now when I thought, oh, I don't know that I want to get rid of this. But again, it's been in my stash for over five years and... If I haven't used it now, maybe it is time to let it go. So, this is a Fiberspates yarn, sparkly silk and silver sock yarn. 63% merino, 20% silk, 15% nylon, and 2% silver. It's 384 metres for the 100 grams, and it has no name on it. I bought it in Wonderwall, Wales, in 2009, I think. And um, that was when Fiberspates were still based in Wales. Um, Obviously, she's moved um to Oxfordshire um, since then and then further moved on to Cheshire and is now actually no longer doing hand dye. Fiberspace is focusing totally on the um, mill-dyed ranges that she's wholesaling. So it's um you know it's a bit of a special skein this one. I bought it with the intent of making a hat and have not made that hat and here I am five and a half years down the line going oh but you know, it needs to go. It's sort of got bluey purples greens, um, and then a sort of russety pinky red with, with the silver thread all the way through it. So that's the fifth skein. So there are five skeins there for um, winners to choose from. And I've put everyone, along with their post number, in my spreadsheet and uh, use my random number generator. And the first number that came up on my random number generator was entry number 77 which corresponded to SC Beach Chick post 140 which was her pair of boot toppers which I've only just discovered recently are for keeping the snow out of the top of your boots I don't know how much snow she gets in South South California but you know um, it would probably stop a breeze wouldn't it as well so that would be good I could probably do with some of those I actually think I could do with some leg warmers lurking under my trousers um probably for, for the new year. I may splash out and make myself some leg warmers. The second winner is um was my entry number 30, which corresponded to post number 54 in the thread, which was pretty and pink, and is her mulberry wrap. So if SC Beach Chick and Pretty and Pink would like to get in touch with me on Ravelry or also on yarns from the plane at googlemail.com, then, uh, and pass me your um, snail mail addresses, then I will sort that out for you and pop, you know, those in the post. Tell me which one of the skeins that you would like. First to contact me gets first refusal, obviously. Now, I have to say that I was only offering two prizes. There was one prize and then another prize if I finished something, you know, a prize for everything I finished. I only finished one more thing, so that should only be one more skein. But... At the last minute, not just hats, submitted photos of a frog and mitten, uh, frog hat and mitten set, which so made me laugh and so made me want them that I have decided that I am judge's decision is final. I am offering a third prize to not just hats for the best photo in the entire thread. Um, and the project that made me smile the most. There were lots of smiley making projects, but that one was particularly fabulous. So not just hats. Will you also please get in touch and you can have a skein too. OK, so thank you so much for all your participation in Whip Crack Away. I really, really, really enjoyed it. And I have a feeling I will be hosting one again next year. OK, thank you all and well done away, So it brings us to that time of the episode when we start thinking about Christmas and the fact that it's far too late to start any Christmas gift crafting which of course is precisely why I started last night But I've taken an approach this year that should be doable. And it came about, I wasn't going to make anything for anyone, but it came about with my mum mentioning that a member of the family wanted a scarf. And I thought, actually, I could weave one. I could dye and I could weave one. And she wanted grey. And and I think sometimes the greys you get in shops are very flat. So I thought, well, if I dyed a grey then it wouldn't be flat. So I thought, well, I'll do that. And actually, I'll also make one for her husband as well. So last night, I warped up my little Ashford Samplet loom. Now, that's a great little loom. It's only eight inches wide. So it sits on your knee perfectly um, for weaving in front of the television. It's just a rigid head or loom. So unless you get pick up sticks and aren't doing fancy things, it's just a plain weave. But that means it goes very quickly. So what I did um, in this last week, I have dyed up yarn. I have dyed one skein of my Chelford, which is the Blueface Leicester and nylon, and one skein of the Mobley, which is the 70% uh, Exmo Blueface and 30% British Alpaca. In the same dye pot, I dyed them with a colour called Gunmetal. It's come out a sort of a very bluey grey petrol colour, so I'm quite happy with that. And what I'm doing is I'm using the Blueface Leicester and Nylon as the warp because that's a smooth yarn and that means I can lift and lower it very easily without the threads sort of catching and making a a nightmare shed which is the gap between the top and bottom warp threads that you put the shuttle through. And then I'm going to use the Mobbly, which is fuzzier as the weft. The idea is hopefully that with a little bit of wash and a tumble, that will fluff up and fill up the weave gaps so it's it becomes more of a solid scarf it won't be very wide, with it only being 8 inches weaving space wide on the Ashford sh- sample it, by the time you're then taking it off it will contract a little bit and then any fulling that happens will also contract it a bit so it won't be a very wide scarf which is why I want it to sort of f- full and fluff up the Blueface Leicester Nylon Mix is superwash so that won't, or shouldn't felt but the mobily and the alpaca will a little bit so that's my plan i walked up last night and um i've knit i've knit no i haven't i'm weaving i've woven about four foot of it so far so i'm really quite pleased because there can't be much left to go i reckon i'm be lucky if i can get six foot of actual weaving on this project i'm hopeful that that'll be done pretty quickly and then what i've done for my cousin is i've actually purchased some lace weight a merino and silk mix, which isn't going to be a, a yarn that I stock in the shop because it's not British. But I wanted a lace weight and the only lace weight I've got to dye is North Ronald's say. And the one instruction that my mum had had besides grey was not scratchy. Now I don't think the mobbly is scratchy, but it has got texture. So I thought, well, if I go for a very smooth yarn. So I've gone for this Merino silk lace weight that I bought from DT Crafts. Uh, and I've dyed two skeins up because the first skein I dyed in a weaker concentration of the gunmetal, but I still thought it was too blue. Um, so I overdyed it with some silver grey uh, and I'm not quite sure about it at the moment. And then the other skein I've just dyed in silver grey. So I've got quite a pale silver grey and then a sort of a mid-grey, sort of a bit steely. I haven't, you know, it's still a bit damp, so it's hard to tell um, quite what it's like. It looked a bit too bluey, that's why I, I, today I've dyed the silver grey. Um, just repeatedly keep over dyeing it in slightly heavier, heavier concentration to see what I come up with. When I then get a chance to look at them both in daylight, I'll choose which one I'm going to use. The um, hubby scarf I've done on a 10 DPI heddle, so it's fairly close um but the lace weight i want to do on a 12 and a half heddle now i don't have a 12 and a heddle for my ashford samplet so what i'm actually going to do is do it on my um, 32 inch and make it more of a wrap almost like a sort of a pashmina which means it won't weave up as quickly as the other um so i really do need to get a wiggle on that but When you're not doing any clasped weft stuff or you're not changing the colours over or you're not doing stripes, then plain weave does go pretty quickly. So I'm still fairly confident that it will be done and finished in enough time for me to then to post down um, to mum. Because, get me, I am so organised this year, all the rest of my family's presents are left with my mum and dad for her to distribute before Christmas so they will actually get their Christmas presents before Christmas which doesn't normally happen if it's the years that we go to the North East for Christmas because what happens then is we don't get down to um, my family until New Year and some of my cousins have already done Christmas in Oxfordshire and have already gone again and so they might not get their presents till February but get me, I'm so (laughs) organised you know something is going to go wrong don't you? It's bound to. <laughs> Pride comes before a fall. But anyway, that is my first suggestion in the Christmas gift crafting. If you have the supplies and the skill, and to be honest, it doesn't take a great deal of skill to do rigid header weaving. Once you know how to warp up, it's, it's great. It's just a case of a bit of practice to get nice salvages. My salvages are not fabulous, but they're not bad um so it's weaving nice simple weaving and if you depending on which yarns you use you can actually get an amazing looking scarf um really quite quickly okay so i think that brings us up pretty much to the end of what i want to talk about today i just want to finish off with a little bit of a heads up about an event that's taking place down in Devon. I think it's Exeter. I haven't checked, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's down in Devon. Um, and I think it's Exeter way and it's taking place in May of next year. And it's the Saturday, the 16th and Sunday, the 17th of May. It's linked to a podcast um, F O and die, and that's D Y E. Um, it's hosted by Ellie, and she is putting together a little fibre festival, the F O and die fest, in May down in Exeter. Now, when I've got more details about it, I will share them. Um, she very kindly invited me to come and be a vendor there. But it actually is clashing with our Guild Friendship Day. We're moving it into May next year. So I wouldn't be able to take the yarns and the fibres there. uh, Which is a shame because I would love to have done. Um, But watch out for that. And as I get more details, I will get them out to you. Alright, so that leaves me with just to say that I do love to hear from my listeners. I know it's been rather sporadic this term and um, I cling to the idea that at some point I will be able to get into a nice routine where everything's built in and uh, we'll actually get some regular content. Uh, do you think that will ever happen? Really? Really? Never mind. Anyway, we can dream, can't we? So, But I do love to hear from my listeners, so please do drop me a line on Ravelry where I'm Tales from the plane, or you can tweet me, at tales from plane. My shop actually now has its own tweet at yarns from plane. And um, you can always leave a comment on the show notes um, over in the Ravelry group or drop me an email at yarnsfromtheplain at googlemail.com. Until next time, take care. Bye bye. I'm not стала собі be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not Ще тривочка прилетіла, стала на кошару,